hey, welcome to Losing the Faith. If this is your first time listening, thanks for listening. Just so you know what you're getting into for the next hour, this is a San Diego Padres baseball podcast. My name is Ryan. I'm joined by two of my best friends and two of the biggest Padre fans I know, David and Adam. Over the next hour, we're going to talk Padres baseball like Padre fans. We'll recap how the Padres performed last week. We'll look towards next week and what they have on deck. We're definitely going to do some bullshitting and make fun of each other and probably play a little trivia and have some fun. So if you want to sit around and talk Padres baseball with us, we'd love for you to join us. Thanks for listening. Ho-ho, doctor! You can hang a star on that, baby! Baby, 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 baby. You're listening to the Losing the Faith Podcast with Ryan, David, and Adam. Welcome back to Losing the Faith. I'm Ryan. I'm here with Adam. Yay! And David. And I feel like the Padres are making our job easy this week. Yeah. Easy not contact. a lot of not a lot of things to be excited about. A lot of so, faith um, losing. Yikes. Yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna have much faith to lose after this week. We might have to change the name of the podcast. Faith gone. Yeah, just faithless. <laughs> faithless. 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 Well, last last Monday we we had a podcast and and we lost five to nothing, and since then we've we've lost four more times. So this is this is a rough week. We're sitting at two, and looks like five. Yeah, hit it, hit us with the weekly recap, Ryan. Yeah. Ryan, yeah so since we last recorded, Padres went one and four. So David's talking about that loss to the Mets. So we did lose that last game on the back of another mediocre Blake Snell outing where he walked five. Thank you, Blake Snell. It didn't get much better later in the week. So we started the series with the Brewers, lost the uh, close, close-ish close game, and then came out, put up a stinker, lost 11-2. to two. And then after that, had a little bit of retribution. Adam, you were there. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, 10, was it 10-2? Padres win. And then the last game in the series, uh, a one nothing loss on the back of a really amazing start by you Darvish today. So, I mean, I got to give it up to him. Also kind of got to give it up to Crony. He had a nice week with those two bombs and that big win. It was nice to see him get going, but overall Padres hitting coming in at a 228 batting average, not good, good enough for 28th in the big leagues. We've got 17 runs scored, but if you take out that 10 run explosion, 17 over five games, not good. Oh, no. No, no. Atrocious. Awful. Terrible. Yeah. The game we won, by the way, was 10-3, not 10-2. 10-3, okay. Yeah, I got to keep you honest here. No, I appreciate it. But yeah, you take that out, and the Padres score seven runs over five games or four games. That's awful. And then pitching-wise, kind of mediocre, I'd say, like, middle of the road if you wanted to place it. They rank 14th in the big leagues as of this week. But last week was a 5-3-3 ERA. Guess how many base on balls, guys? Oh, goodness. Uh, MLB leading, whatever that number would be. Not quite, but very okay. close. So last week, Adam, do you want to take a guess before I say it? No, it just makes me too sad. 23 base on balls. In how many games? In five games. 
Goodness gracious. Five games. Okay. And, that, and that includes almost, almost five a game. Goodness. And that includes a great start today by you, Darvish, which is terrible. And then yeah. one more thing to guess. How many runs allowed in those five games? No idea how to guess. Uh thirty. Adam? I don't have I don't just 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 give it to me. Don't postpone. Yeah. Twenty four. 24 runs given up. Mm. Yikes. And so, guys, like, I, I got to ask, who gets fired first, the pitching coach or the hitting coach? <laughs> Excellent. Excellent question. <laughs> well, uh, fresh in my mind is Darvish's fantastic start today. And also fresh in my mind is the fact that the Padres couldn't hit. Uh, I mean, I guess he's good. I guess Wade Miley is good, but... He, I watched the entire game. It didn't, he does not throw hard. His stuff isn't nasty. And I'm just really trying to figure out like how we went from runner on first and third with no outs in the first inning to putting up a goose egg. Like, I don't know how the hell that happens. Um, I mean, there was the umpire was hot flaming garbage for this game. (laughs) His strike zone was all over the place. It was awful. Multiple people got called strike three looking on balls. uh, And you could see their adjustment swinging at things outside the zone, which is so irritating. Bring on the robo up. I mean, freaking just bring it on right now. I'm so over this, but we can't blame. You can't completely blame the umpire for everything else that happened. Right. It's still up to the guys to swing the bat. And, they just Darvish had twelve strikeouts today. Looked, yeah. He looked unhittable. He was Wade. Yeah, didn't matter. The op, the right, the Brewers pitcher looked absolutely hittable, and nobody was hitting. So super depressing. So my vote, if we're voting on this, is the hitting coach gets fired first. <laughs> okay, so that's one vote for the hitting coach, and I think today's ending to the game with Trent Grisham up at bat. And the bases loaded with a chance and a full count with a chance to either tie the game or take the lead. And he strikes out looking. That just sums up the Padres yeah. season so far. To, to be fair, I re- I wanted Trent in that spot, but I was also super frustrated because Nelson Cruz got called out on on what was not a strike. It was ball yeah. four, which would have tied the bit would tied the game. Um, yeah, that's true. And that's, but that's also just grasping at straws. Like, oh, well, we would have tied the game if we had walked in a runner, and you know, that last. It should never have gotten to that. No, like the Padres no, should and, have scored runs. And like, it's such a double-edged sword for me because I hate the fact that Soto's not performing. I think a lot of fans are critical right now. His OBP is still actually pretty good. Like, he's getting walked a lot. This was like, you know, the, okay, great. But he almost did like a bat flip today as he got walked in the in the ninth inning. And I just I I started laughing out loud, you guys. I literally yeah. was laughing out loud because are, it's are so you insane. disrespecting it's the major league walk leader. I can't I can't imagine you, you can't would flip your bat like, like, like you that. did some shit against the other pitcher and walk to first base <laughs> like you did anything. Like, come on. Like, yeah, when your slugging percentage is confused with your on-base percentage, we have a problem. Yeah, when you bat 100 and strike out eight times in the week, we have a problem. So yeah, I think, Adam, you, you make a pretty good case for the hitting coach to get let go first. But David, what do you think? Pitching coach or hitting coach? 
Oh my gosh, I just I missed Darren. I'm team Darren. I want Darren back, and it's not going to happen. So at, to me, at least, that's easier to move on from. It's, name the last good hitting coach the Padres have had. Adam, I have a plan. You the, I have a plan, you give, guys. Give me a plan. Whoever the hell, whoever the hell is the pitch, the the hitting coach for Triple A. It should just follow up Tatis on that journey because he is raking. <laughs> yeah. So whoever true. that dude is, look him up. That guy's ready for a promotion like right now. I don't think the rest of the AAA squad is hitting, man. I think it's just <laughs> Whatever. Tatis is a freak. Dude, it's, it's like Space Jam, dude. He just pretends he has the special Jordan juice that you know Tatis is drinking that maybe everyone will buy in and just start, just start mashing. Tiny bit of context on what Adam is talking about. In... Eight games in AAA, Tatis has hit seven home runs and is batting currently 515. It's ridiculous. I mean, that's not even video game numbers. I, I could turn all my difficulties down to like the easiest and still not hit 515. Yeah, your RNG is not even going to get you that that amount not of luck. close. Okay, so David, you're saying you want Darren Balsey back and Ruben. Yeah. And, you know, I, I am so disappointed because... When they hired Ruben from the uh, from the Indians, or I guess the Guardians now, I I had high expectations because that staff, the Guardians always seem to put out a really quality pitching staff. And I kept reading how this guy was the low-key mastermind behind a lot of that and really helped a lot of guys harness their potential. And it seems yep. like everyone's getting worse. The bullpen is worse this year. The starters yeah. look worse, except for you, who's, let's be real, you Darvish is not getting tips from the pitching coach. He's doing his own thing. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Maybe the role just looks different for for um, Ruben. Uh, he was the minor league pitching coordinator from 2003 to 19 with the Indians, now the Guardians. So so I'm wondering if like he, he just can't handle being the coach. Maybe he was a great coordinator. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, I think the Padres could use a good minor league pitching coordinator because historically, the Padres player development has been atrocious. And I kind of put this coaching staff in the same, I guess, category as player development, because when players come here, you would expect if you had a good staff, you're going to get the most out of your players. I mean, classic, classic example, Juan Soto batting under 200. And Austin Nola batting under 100. It's like these guys come here and they historically have performed. And then all of a sudden they can't do anything. And that to me is player development. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's always been an issue. We are quite used to it. Do you think Preller is aware of the issue, which is why he's so willing to trade away farm players? A million percent. Oh yeah, it works too. It's like a it's a proven tactic. Yeah, hundred percent, dude. But but to your points in other episodes, the bank account isn't endless, and you're at some point the team's going to have to develop talent to save money and just have affordable talent on the roster. Camposano looks good. I think he could be one of those pieces, but there's nothing else coming up, and I'd say the Padres are great at talent identifying terrible at talent development. Mm -hmm. Well, you did get a little bit of what you wanted. So Campusano 
is starting to play better. I guess he's on the shelf with a thumb issue or something. They're they're taking it easy. But Dixon got recalled or opposite, right? Dixon got think, recalled. He is trash. Yeah. He struck out eight times last and, week and didn't get a hit. Oh yeah. And top and Tapia he got recalled. So the and yeah, your guy Tapia, who you were ready for him to get sent down. Yeah, he should be gone um, too. Yeah. So they're gone. Uh they made space for another catcher and they brought up uh I don't know how to say this dude's last name. David help me out. Uh Kirk who? K- Give it Kier? a try at least. Near Kinnear. Kinnear. Oh, uh, Reese? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reese Kinnear? Yeah, Reese Kinnear. See, why didn't you just know. help me what? out? It made it sound easy. You're just like, oh, Kinnear and I'm no, like, I don't know if I'm saying it right. I mean, it's not a I didn't, last name. I didn't. Well, I didn't know if this K was silent. You know how many Ks are silent it in so many be. words? Is it Wacha or Waka? Dude, it's Waka. Waka. We said that three episodes <laughs> in a row. You're trying to screw with my head. You're trying to psyops me into saying all the players' names wrong to make me look dumber. And I actually, At I don't hate point, it. It's, like, it's a good strategy. <laughs> <laughs> At some point tonight, I am going to get you to say Wacha. <laughs> Okay, so interesting moves. Bringing up a catcher to take Camposano's spot while he's on the shelf. Do they put him on the IL or is he um, just... I don't think so. Okay, so it's not that. I think he's just showing. Great, so it shouldn't be that big. And look, Camposano played well, uh, especially compared to Nola, who can't seem to hit, can't seem to throw guys out. Oh, my gosh. Stealing is a problem. Stealing is a problem. Right, this... We have been getting stolen on consistently and guess how the game was won today oh yeah stolen base third base stolen base to third mitchell there wasn't even a throw there was no throw that's Mm. bad the guy it was a it was a it was a bunt single got a bot call i guess because uh darvish was not allowed to throw over to first and i don't i don't think that was made clear to him by the empire who was yeah i've said enough about terrible Terrible. Um, and then he stole third without a throw. And then they had a sacrifice, easy sacrifice fly to score the run. Like that is, that is how you play small ball to win games. We did the exact opposite first and third, no outs, strikeout, strikeout, pop out. Good job. Yeah. Padres. That's unacceptable. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. If, if you got a guy on third with less than two outs, you got to get him in. I mean, that's fundamental yeah, baseball. That's- that's classic Padres baseball, right? Now. I do love it to is. see it, though. I love to see more stolen bases this year. It's an element to the game that's been missing, um, and I I do think that it's just a you know result of obviously of these rule changes. But I point is, I like the rule changes. I like the pitch clock. I like the th- the number of times you can throw over to first. It adds so many other layers of one opportunity to score runs and move people on the bases creates more thinking that the pitchers have to think through. And obviously it speeds the game up. Uh, was at the game in person on Saturday and it's great. I mean, it it's fantastic how much more engaging the game is uh, with the pitch clock. And I will stand by that forever. I could see that. Yeah. We've seen a consistent 30 minute shortage in terms of games. Yeah. Uh, I totally get it, Adam. Yeah. David, can you um, look this up for me? Because I, I want to ask the question. Are the Padres the team who have the most stolen bases against so far this year? 
because I oh, imagine yeah. they're in the top five in terms of stolen bases against and not throwing people out. I don't think Nola's mm-hmm. caught a single runner. No, I don't think that's he terrible, guys. Like he should Here, not well, be in the lineup, plain and simple. While David yeah. looks that up, I have a I have a question. What do you got? What's the are we overreacting here early on in the season? How this, dare you? We, well, I mean, our strength of schedule so far to start the season has been pretty aggressive. And not only the teams that we knew were good, but the Diamondbacks, who are turning out to be quite good. I told um, you guys. So it's, I, I mean, I do think there's multiple factors here. Strength of schedule and the team itself not being at full strength uh, has kind of created just this weird vacuum. Um, you know, I, I think we get Musgrove back, we get Tatis back right around the corner. It's got to be what next week sometime Thursday. Um, and I mean, that could be the difference, you know, it could be. And Tatis, no doubt about it. I mean, that's, you're adding a top five player in baseball to the roster. That's a huge come up. Yeah. It, it never helped the angels. Yeah, exactly. It never helped the angels. And I can't blame Soto not hitting and the poor pitching and the bad bullpen on strength of schedule. It's not so much that they've been losing. I would almost say it's how they've been losing. That is so concerning. It's like if you get beat, you get beat. And I would say like one of the games uh, against the Rockies early in the in the season, the first series, they got beat. And it's like, okay, sometimes that happens in baseball. But the Padres seem to be beating themselves more often than not. And that's what's so concerning is that they just can't seem to lock down a win or get a clutch hit or make a clutch pitch. It's like, what the hell is going on, guys? I think that's something I can actually look up to would just be at least some sort of clutch hitting. I'll even just do like runners on base, not even not even in scoring position. I think yeah, how many struggles? runners – Everywhere. Are we stranding? You know, like it's it's unbelievable. Or batting average with runners in scoring position has to be atrocious. Well, oh, yeah. we've also coming put ourselves way. in a position where Nelson Cruz ends up coming up multiple times for for big hit situations. He's just supposed to be a DH that it plays occasionally, and he's getting near How? everyday run and <laughs> been hitting the ball so well. It's just a weird situation. Wow. Ryan, we nailed it. But uh, do you want to save it for trivia? How about this is the first question? No, hang on. I was. I, how dare you talk about old daddy <laughs> Nelson that way? <laughs> what do you mean? I wasn't throwing shade. He is. Oh, are you besmirching more, him? Yeah, don't besmirch. We weren't. No, we weren't. That I just said besmirch. that. I just said that we've somehow put him in a position where we're expecting him to lift the team as the cleanup hitter at 42 or however old he is with the, all these clutch hits. Like that's not the position that he was signed to do. Like I'm going to, I'm going to go back into the spring training episode and pull out the clip of you saying whatever age is just a number. Age is just a number guys. So then you're going to use my own argument to reinforce your argument. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No against your, well, he's 42. You don't want to put him in clutch situations. The guy's still professional and one of the best, power hitters and hitters of the last decade. If you look at his numbers, man, he is, he's one of the best. My mind is still a little uh, sideways with the fact that you want to argue with me 
with my own argument. I'm not sure you're if ar- you're living in my head or I'm living in your head. <laughs> I don't think you understand what <laughs> I'm saying. You're, you were saying Nelson is too old. And then no, I didn't. another episode, you were saying, well, age is just a number. It doesn't matter. I never you, you said he saying, was too old. I said that we didn't the, sign him to put him in this position. He's not supposed to be the Padres clutch hitter, dude. Well, then why are you saying, oh, 42-year-old Nelson Cruz? It's just Nelson Cruz then. Who cares if he's 42 and age is just a number? Okay, fine. I, I will weaken <laughs> my argument by just saying, oh, it's Nelson Cruz. We didn't sign him for that. He's not supposed to be the guy coming up with huge hits for the team. And Everybody's every supposed come, to be every that time. Guy. No, every time he comes up to bat, it's like, all right, well, we need you to do something here. And so far, I mean, that game that we won 10 to three, he had a, a, a few hits. Um, and then today, you know, obviously didn't, he had a, he had a good command of the strike zone, but just got called strike three on what was ball four. That would have really helped the team. I just, I just think it's sad a DH who's at the end of his career is who you're leaning on in these situations. Like it should be other guys besides him and Xander that are like reliable in this spot. You know, I agree with that. Manny and Soto should be stepping up in those spots and they're definitely not as much as I love Manny. Like he's, he's, he's off to a slow start. He's not Soto slow, but he's not performing up to probably his own standards. He's still hitting the ball hard when he gets hits, but uh, you know, the production, I'm a little more willing to give Manny some rope and be like, the production's going to come. Soto has proven nothing since he's gotten here. I, yeah, I kind of want him out of a Padres uniform. You know what I love about Tatis is that even when he makes weak contact, there's a 50 50 chance he gets on base. Totally. Yep. And so you don't get that from, you're not getting that from Soto. You're not getting that from Machado. You're not getting that from Cruz. You're not like, there's Nobody. just not enough guys on the team that are slumping that can make something out of nothing, you know? Yeah, that's true. All right. So that was this week. Let's talk about next week. So we've got three versus the Braves, the Braves, that team that we took three or four from that's still first in the NL and first in the NL East. And then four versus the Diamondbacks who are first in the NL West and looking like a sneaky good potential team in the NL West. Uh, what do you guys, what is a successful Braves series look like to you guys? Uh, it's a three game series, three game series. Then, then I'm, I'm just taking two. I don't two, think three? you need to expect. Yeah. Sweep. No way. This early. Yeah. Adam, well, what about I, you? I, I optimistically said we were going to sweep the Brewers, so I'm actually how'd, I'm afraid I'm afraid to jinx it, and I just feel like I should say the opposite, and that we're going to get swept <laughs> because I'm doing my duty as a superstitious baseball fan. You're welcome. I respect it. Thank you for doing that. One of us had to. <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't me you, this Adam. time. <laughs> Should be an interesting series. Uh, I don't know what to but expect. Man, we're out just of the getting Braves hammered years. with the strength of schedule. This is nuts. Yeah, you know that that you know we were picking on the Brewers, but that was a first place team coming into this series, True. and they're they're showing it. And then we go back to Atlanta. My goodness! But shouldn't the Padres be a first place team too? Yeah, you know, like we talk about strength of schedule, but I'm sure people are looking at their schedule and going, "Man, the Padres twice in the first two weeks of the season strength of schedule." But the Padres yeah, well, aren't showing up. 
but you said it, we're beating ourselves, you know, and it's, I, I saw a stat from la- that carried over to last year too. Um, Padres had the smallest, or I guess the most wins decided by the least amount of runs last year. Oh, mm. wow. Which is, Bummer. which kind of discerning, right? Yeah. You're like, uh, that makes me a little nervous because if we don't get, if we are in the same position this year and those wins don't go our way, we're, yeah. we're actually kind of screwed. <laughs> yeah. 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 hundred percent. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, look, if the Padres take two of three for the Braves, I'd be very happy. I would love to see some hitting and some quality pitching and some bullpen, not giving up leads to feel good about that series. The Diamondback series, the thing I'm most excited about is Junior coming back. So does Junior hit a home run in the Diamondback series? Uh, Yeah, of course he does. I think he hits two. (laughs) You're smiling so big. I'm so excited. You're getting so excited. I'm so excited. I, I cannot uh, wait to see him on the big league field again. I'm so excited. He was so fun to watch. No, and it sounds like AAA is enjoying it quite as much, too. Oh, How, yeah. What was it? Uh, uh, five home runs in two games? Six, he had six yeah. home runs Rare. and 12 at-bats. Six Un- unbelievable. <laughs> That's silly. And the wow. other at bats, I think at least two of them went for extra bases. Like he had home runs and doubles. The guy is unreal. Wow. So the Diamondback series, four game series. What is a good split for you guys in that series? I'm very curious to hear this, by the way, because I think we might have different opinions on this one. Yeah, and this is this is a four gamer, so we can call splitsies, but um But we will not. Yeah, we will not. I could see us struggling one more series against Atlanta and then finally snapping out of it with Arizona and then, you know, headed to the Windy City to keep the train rolling. But I'll take three out of four from Arizona. Uh, Don't forget the team is traveling, I believe, to Mexico next week for one of these games. Oh, Oh, yeah, you're right for um, San Francisco games, I believe. Oh, is that the week after that? It might be the week 29th after. 30th. Okay. Yeah. So what do you think, Adam? Four game series against the Diamond. No, I, I don't, do. I don't even want to hear it. I'm it, it, baseball is all about superstition. And the last time I was optimistic, they, they, they didn't do so hot. So, you know what? Yep. It's going to be a seven game straight loss. Wow. Mm-hmm. They're going to get swept yep. both series. I don't want to say it. <laughs> I'm just doing my duty. Okay. It's seven game losing streak. Yep. It's my civic duty as a Padres fan. Ouch. And they will prove me wrong because, because I'll cry if they don't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in an unexpected turn, I'm going to go the exact opposite of Adam and say, no, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, you jinxed it. Every time I talk shit, they never perform. I'm just trying to switch up the roles here to see if it makes a difference. Okay. So I'm going to say they sweep the D-backs. Tatis comes back, hits four home runs in two games, and the Padres find their stroke. Can I also say that every time I hear you say D-backs, I hear D-backs. 
Is that intentional? Every time. Yeah. Perhaps. D-bags. <laughs> the old D-bags. Well, if they're in first oh, place, they're definitely the D-bags. D-bags. Yeah, fair enough. And I, I'm okay. So the thing I'm going to be looking out for in that series, the D bags are going to be running all <laughs> over her Nola yes. and Padres catching. So, yeah, how many stolen bases over under four game series? Ten stolen bases. More. You think over? I think over. Because I love going over on the stolen base category. Remember last year's <laughs> podcast? You're like, really, Adam? No, that's insanely high. Now I feel like I'm actually, I, w- I was predicting the future unknowingly. Okay. David, what do you think? <laughs> over under 10? I'm taking the over. I'm going big. I'm taking the over too, guys. Like, they're going to run it. all over the Padres. Padres catching yeah, sucks, man. Like they gotta figure so that bad. out. I don't. I don't know though, because I think every team's getting run on like crazy. I don't. I don't think it's just a, a Padres yeah, catching problem. It's, and it's it's not like there's one guy in the bigs who's just torching people too. I think like it's Mullins and you know some other Baltimore guys, and they have eight bags each. Like it's not wow. like astronomical numbers, but it's super spread out across the league. And you can't, like we saw today, like you went over a second time and he conceded the bag. Like, uh, well, technically, I guess they thought that was the third because he stepped off and they counted that. Right. But runners can runners can get massive jumps just guessing, knowing that the pitcher is not on that on that particular pitch going to throw over. Mm -hmm. Yep. One thing I haven't seen is any pitch outs. You know, I know that the pitchers are a little handcuffed here with going over to the base only twice, but why not bring the pitch out back and try to get some guys gunned down at second? I think pitchers are still adjusting and we'll probably see teams start to put out some sabermetric style stats on how and when and why people are running, like what pitch they're running on. And then maybe you'll start to see some pitch out, you know, stuff but it's so early with this new rule that perhaps it's just not it's not worth wasting a pitch i guess yeah i see that but i'm kind of thinking like you know if i'm you i use i use my pickoffs immediately and i get the guy thinking oh good like i'm gonna get a jump on this guy because he already used his two pickoffs and then i'm pitching out and it's like all right man go ahead and run but the pitch out keep him guessing the, the pitch out was always primarily used when you had someone that you knew was going to steal, like maybe the fastest guy on the team. A lot of cases now you don't know. People are just taking advantage of the fact that, you know, they can't be held in check. Yes and no. I mean, not every big league ball player is a base stealer. Like Garrett Mitchell's fast. He's going to steal bases. The Diamondbacks outfielders are fast. They're going to steal bases. You're not going to tell me Rowdy Telez is going to be like, oh, he picked off twice. I'm going to second. Or Daniel Vogelbach. If that guy steals a base, I don't know, man. Okay, so to I'll be fair today, to, to be fair today, on the the stolen base from second to third that basically won the game for the Brewers. Historically, Darvish has been a pitcher that has been run on a lot, so that really wasn't something new, right? But it definitely kind of just exacerbates that that problem, I think. Yeah, and third base, man, like 
That's bad. Yeah. That's bad. It wasn't a pass ball. I like that. I'm just telling you, that's how big of a jump these guys are getting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's preparation too. The pitching coach needs to be talking to these guys going, Hey, you need to be looking over there. You need to be quicker to the plate. Here's what needs to happen. So this doesn't keep happening to us because the Padres are going to lose games like yesterday or like today where yeah. the stolen base killed them. It did. Yeah. And then what we was, had, what we was had, Nola's ratio even? Dude, and I don't think Nola's, Nola, he isn't doing anyone out. He reached base on an error, a throwing error at first and somehow didn't end up on second base. How, like, how, how are you not seeing that play and immediately trying to get in scoring position in a 1-0 game? I don't understand. Yep. He needs to go. Yeah. He, he needs to either go down to AAA and get his head right. They need to find catching help. And I, I think Camposano is a capable catcher, but is he ready to take over every single game? No, no way. And I wouldn't roll with Camposano in a backup. I think they need to find some catching help. And Nola's not it. Mm-hmm. No. I think no, I'm a base running nerd, Nola. you guys. I think I get way too geeked up about like fun base runners. Oh, we find Adam's thing. Are you a triples guy too then? Left on base too. He hates left on base. Yeah, he does. I, I just feel like sneaky base runners are are fun problem to watch. Okay. And even though it makes you sweat and gives you a little anxiety when Tatis is running rampant out there, it's so much more fun seeing how much stress he's causing on the other pitcher and catcher. That's true. And the other teams are yeah. doing that to us right now, right? Yeah. It, it'll be nice to get that speed back in the lineup. Because you're right, he is fun to watch in the base paths, and he will make yeah. guys go crazy. Well, that's why I like Azokar. I've always been like an Azokar fan because like, he's like outside of Tatis, he's the old, he's the probably the fastest guy on the team. He's got speed, but he's not good at stealing bases. Like he doesn't steal bases that often, and he doesn't get on base that much. So, well, that's that's part probably of the, the that's yeah. <laughs> that's probably <laughs> really the problem there. Yeah. So David, and we got so so many missing pieces on this roster. If you look at numbers right now, it's just it's such a downer what all the, across the board. What are the top three missing pieces right now? Well, you know, catching is catching is a big deal, but I don't think I don't think that's the biggest void right now. It's it's the bullpen, mm. and it's starting. And I don't think we talk enough about how stinking slim the starting pitching is. Uh, without the key anchor pieces it is like it's quite brittle it is like we got and then uh the offense there's something that's not not clicking and you can't pull the petco excuse anymore because the stadium's you know middle tier now stop whining and rowdy Telez loves playing at petco oh my goodness yeah i just think we got we got the wrong nola that's all it was agreed picked the wrong one well, so Hater had a good outing. Darvish had a good outing. Lugo got roughed up, but we had a good offense behind him. But even um, when yeah. Lugo got roughed up, Waka it was three runs. Super roughed up. Um, so between Waka, Martinez, Weathers, when Joe comes back, at least somebody's going to the bullpen. So are you keeping Seth Lugo or Nick Martinez in the starting rotation? Oh, uh, Martinez is gone. gone. I'm keeping Weathers for now. Yeah. Okay. So, but between Lugo and Martinez, you're picking Lugo. 
Yeah. Okay. And you're putting Martinez. Yeah, I got I got to give him one more chance. That was a fart outing, but he can do he'll do better. Yeah. I mean, I also do think if we're talking about who gets fired again, pitching coach or hitting coach, okay, we are we are with the strength of the schedule, you do expect that the pitchers are going to struggle more than I would think the hitters. I disagree. Um, just right now he, in the season, like beginning of the season, pitchers definitely have an advantage over hitters to start yeah, the year. I would say that's true. Yeah. Yep. Guys pitchers usually, should should be starting hotter than hitters. They should yeah, be. Like, these lineups that we've been facing are pretty stacked with with very good offenses. Agreed. Like they're good teams, but pitchers generally have the advantage in the early parts of the season. So this should be the right time for us to be playing the hardest part of the schedule. And we're mm-hmm. the pitching's not really doing their job. And the hitters are definitely not doing their job. My goodness. I mean, this is just a fun exploration here. ERAs right now. Just normal, basic ERAs. You've got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven teams with a team ERA over five right now. So you got you got quite a few teams, almost you know a quarter of MLB teams, more than a quarter, are getting shelled. Are the Padres regularly. one of those teams? No, they're not. They're at a four-two-one, sitting at fourteenth, and that's just the whole staff. Okay, it's not terrible. Yeah. To be middle of the road, you said it's not so good. Dis- you said it's so disappointed that they weren't in the bottom quarter, so that you could just be more upset about it. Oh, <sighs> okay. I guess I'm just I looking to, be... to lose more faith. <laughs> just trying to you lose all my faith early. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. You have them going on an 0 for seven losing streak next week. You no, I don't. Okay, I'm only saying what needs to be said, so I don't jinx it two weeks in a row. Okay, I'm not actually hoping Got that it. happens. Mm-hmm. Come on. So the fact that you said the opposite out loud means it's jinxed. Is, I think it's jinxed. No, I broke the well. jinx. Uh, no, I think we'll you find just put that, it back on. We? No. Oh, gosh, you guys. Just tell me what I have to do, and I will do it. <laughs> <laughs> David, do you have some trivia for us this week? I'm going to wear my shirt yeah, backwards for yeah. the week. Okay. Um, okay, so so there's kind of numbers-y stuff, and then there's not. So I'm, I'm trying to balance it out. We're coming into this week, and Adam has... A what record? What's yeah, one and zero, baby, undefeated. Yeah, Diamondbacks. Okay, D bags. Yeah, the D bags. Okay, well here goes. Um, we're gonna do closest number two for this first one. So no, no over under. Um, wait, 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 wait. Can we just put a rule in that it's closest without going over? Because Adam's just gonna no. guess one no. over me. <laughs> no, no, doesn't no. matter. Uh, and you know what? How about this, Ryan? You get to go first on the next question. Great. Adam goes first on this. Oh, so excellent. at least let me alternate did, that. Did you hear that? I'm, I'm living in his head rent free. He's nervous Whatever, about dude. me beating I just him. know you're cheap You, you kind of are. <laughs> but we're going to do two in a row of these. Closest number two. Okay. Okay. Uh, Soto. He, he uh, before 2022, when he kind of, you know, stunk up everything in Washington and then brought the stink here to San Diego. Through 2021, Soto's batting average was 301. How many points lower has it been since? It's 301 at the end of 2021. So 2022 and on, 
His batting average is how many points lower? 60. My turn. Brian? I'm going to say 22. Correct answer is 64 points lower. The uh, oh my number God. goes to Adam. You yeah, even Mr. Stenko. I wasn't. That's yeah. so bad. So bad, dude. Even in Washington. Before, before he got traded. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Okay. One more of these. And it's he just a like. Title. Yeah. I almost won the showcase showdown with that number. Almost had it. I almost Silver had it Slugger. Yeah, he did. Oh, boy. Okay, um, Padres uh, batting average with runners in scoring position. I'm going first on this one. The uh, I I will tell you the batting oh. average with runners in scoring position is 209. Oh my! Where God. does that Where does that put oh them God. in Major League Baseball right now? You got 30 teams. Closest number two. 27. 20, 28. You son of a bitch. He did it. You he son did of it. A bitch. He did it. I you knew it. Son of a bitch. Correct <laughs> answer God is 29. Oh. <laughs> D bags. Uh, I just yeah. know how to play the game, yeah. okay? Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So, <laughs> Don't get mad at me uh, for your shortcomings. Adam's up. All right. Adam's up two to nothing. Um, it, you, I'll let either of you answer and then I'll read the answer back to you in order. Who has more walks as a pitcher this season? Blake Snell or Shohei Otani? Blake Snell. Uh, uh, Adam, Adam, what you got? This, dude, I this seems like just one of those tricky trivia trap questions. So I guess I'm going to say Otani because I feel like it can't be true, but... Okay. And Ryan talks so much crap about Snell that I'm just like okay. he's conditioned me to <laughs> Yeah. Mr. Mr. Snell's sitting at 10 walks on the season already. <laughs> Shohei Otani has 12. No. What is this? Adam's up 3 to nothing. Oh, fucking trivia bizarro world over here. Okay, your next question. Uh, how many pitchers on the Padres staff right now throw left-handed and bat right-handed? First person to answer correctly. Pitchers? Uh, it's pitchers who throw left but bat right. First one to say the correct answer. You only get one guess, though, Ryan. You can't just rattle off. No, you can just name. start guessing. Hurry up. I'm not going to guess until you do because you're just going to guess one in either direction of my guess. It is Adam's guess first. But. Okay. We'll, we'll swap guesses then if I don't get it right on the first try, which I will because it's Tim Hill. So you say one? Oh, it's not the name of the pitcher. It's how many? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. I guess just the one. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say three. Waiting. Three. He doesn't know. It's such a made up to trivia question. He's Wait, you have an answer for this? I'm just waiting for the right answer. That's all. Oh, we oh, just keep two. guessing until okay, two. It's two. Correct. It's two Adam wins. No, Four I nothing. said two. Adam's up. 
that was the most chaotic question the format uh so we literally oh, no, so, was... to, so to win based on the instructions you said first yeah. to say it you can sing as say as many answers as you want the correct mm-hmm. way to have won that question would have been to one said, two three zero four. one two three four five six i win yeah. suck it <laughs> All right. So no one wins that question. That was uh, thrown out due to yeah the board the board reviews. It's thrown out. We're on to a repeat question number four. Um, what is uh, Fernando Tatis his slugging percentage at Chase Field? It'll be a over under. I'm going to give you a number so you don't need to guess. But like right now on the Padres, your slugging leader is Xander Bogarts at 585. So I'm wondering, what's Tatis's slugging percentage at Chase Field in his career over under is set at 800 Whoa. slugging? I, I don't know. 800 well, slugging. Who plays at Chase Field? Over that or under that? That's when Fernando goes to D-backs. Chase. Who plays at Chase Field? Oh, that would be the D-bags. Oh, the D-bags. Okay. <laughs> uh, who's, oh. who's who goes first here? Uh, since it's a repeat, it's... I'm going to say under. Sure, it's Ryan. I'm going to say under as well. Okay. Uh, correct answer. His slugging percentage at Chase Field is 918. Oh, my God. That's insane. So good to have him back at yeah. Chase Field soon. Um, your your final, final, final question is me going to a Petco Park map. I want you to envision our home. And Adam, I, I think you were just he there. Was just the there. Kind of like checking it out and, um, you know, seeing what the scenes were. I'm just wondering, what's the name of the place that used to be called Park in the Park. Oh my goodness! I just, I just first person looked at to this. answer. Oh my! Uh, this is actually killing me because I, it's like in my head. <laughs> um, um, oh my god! It's something Dur- square, right? Yeah, Dur- Derby yeah. Square. Like, yeah, <laughs> uh huh. Yep, it'll be renamed Derby Square. Salad Fingers Square. <laughs> nailed it yep yeah nailed it hey that's what salad fingers likes this is the rusty nails gross bro <laughs> the rusty nails it's gallagher gallagher i told you it was derber derber i had the right, right syllables derber derber and and with that five question trivia game it's over and uh adam is up two games to none Feels in a season long trivia match whatever Feels dude. good the D bags of the trivia pod. That's it. Just the D bags. Uh, highlight of my up. week. <laughs> All right. Well, that puts me into the mood to talk about what has me losing the faith because I'm losing the faith in my own ability to do trivia. So <laughs> to start, Adam, going into this uh, this tough week of the Braves and D bag series. What do you, what has you losing the faith? Man, I, we, we really got the better of the Braves the last time we played them, but we are not catching any momentum right now at all. Um, that makes me nervous. Cause if we drop any farther below 500, 
I feel like we might start to see some more pressing. I, I mentioned before, I hope that Tatis doesn't come in and feel like he has to like lift the team on his shoulders. But actually, his his performance since I said that in AAA probably is squashing that fear. I mean, so yeah, you know, strength of schedule, D backs, mm. that's good. That series is going to matter a lot. I don't, I don't, the Potters are not winning enough games that they're going to be so far out in front that these games won't matter. And yeah, that, that has me really nervous. Yeah. You got, you got to yep. beat the teams you're supposed to beat. And the Diamondbacks are one of those teams. Dave, what about you? I, it's almost kind of like you were talking about with, you know, not throwing guys out base running, but just in general, free bases is killing me. We don't, we don't need to be a strikeout team. You can't have Nick Martinez walking 10 guys compared to striking out 11. That's not going to do it. Neither is 10 to 16 for Snell or four to six for Tapia and Krismet. Like All right. It's, what's it's, What's you gotta be so pinpoint if you're not King up, dudes. Yeah, oh my that's gosh. bad. You Sho- can't Shohei Otani's. Can't be well, you said he races. had 12 walks, so I'm curious what his ratio is. He's yeah, he's he's struck out a few people. Let's <laughs> yeah, just get tw- that. 12 clear. walks to 30 strikeouts. Do you know trying to find the stats is so interesting because every website sorts it. They're like, uh, he's a pitcher first, and then he's a hitter second. So you got to scroll down further. And other websites are the exact opposite. They're like, no, no, he's a pitcher. He's totally a pitcher. All right. Well, um, belly itcher. 24 strikeouts Damn. to 12 walks. So that that's, is, pretty that's, that's pretty, that's pretty meh though. Two to one. He's striking out. Yeah, dude. He's striking out 200 guys in a season. He'd be walking a hundred. That's yeah. Fair. I mean, yeah, okay. How wild. many walks did, did you <laughs> give up today? Three. Okay. Three to three to 12. Way better ratio. Yeah. All right. So it sounds like the pitching free bases, uh, stolen yeah, bases, free bases. That's yeah. That's killing me. Yeah. Free bases matter so much more with the base running situation. Like you sure. just yeah. you just have to freaking throw a strike when you need to throw a strike. You know, throwing three a three oh count and a three one count and even a full count, if you can't if you can't make the pitch you're going to have a hard time. And right now we have not very many reliable people that can make that pitch. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Even when they make the pitch and someone's stealing the bag, Austin Nola is going to throw them out one out of 18 times. That's as bad as it gets in the bigs. Mm. Yeah. It's not great. Yeah. I mean, what has me losing the faith is I got to feel like the, the tone or the feeling in that locker room can't be really good right now. And seeing some of the stuff come out, uh, Soto chirping in the media about how he knows things are wrong, but no one's helping him. That's not good. You know, he's, he's, I got to imagine that chemistry right now in the locker room is trash and the coaches need to get a handle on that real fast. And we saw what can happen with old Tingler back in the day when you lose a locker room. And I'm not saying Melvin has or he will, but those coaches need to get a handle on the situation quick. So dang. Well, how about can I flip it just for a last inquiry from both of you? Sure. Is who's your who's your clubhouse leader then? Who who could save it internally? Uh I I think that Big Joe 
is probably one of those guys like really, really strong anchor in the rotation. Um, local guy, you know, he has a lot of energy. He has, especially after this playoff series, he shows you the kind of chip on his shoulder, just go about his business, but like, don't take anything from anyone sort of attitude. You need that. You need that kind of like, it's both calm, but also like aggressive enough at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, intense, yeah. Yeah, it's it's intense but calm at the same time. And that's like the perfect person you need right now. Um, so you know, yeah. we're not we're not at full strength. He'll come back. I don't know how much Tatis is gonna offer in leadership. Probably nothing, but he's Tatis um, is my pick. I think Tatis what? is yeah, he's my yeah, pick. Yeah, some people have said that. I think he's gonna I, I come in. I don't think it's Manny. I look, I love Manny, but I don't think he's the kind of leader that Tatis can be. I think Tatis is that vocal leader pumping guys up, getting people off their asses in the dugout, cheerleading. Like, remember when he was on the field? He was the first guy at the top rail with a towel, like, cheering his guys on. Yeah. When he That's, was playing well, when he wasn't, he was not. Oh, he's, thank you, Adam. He was young. He was 22 yeah. years old. I'd I get say it. Man, Manny's done a fantastic job of leading, but there's there's got to be a spark somewhere that's missing. Yeah, yeah. That's got to like, emerge. Right yeah. now... I still think Manny is is the clubhouse leader, but he's yeah, also the sure. guy that's he's also the guy that is thinking too early in the season. We're fine. Let's not let's not think too much about it. Yeah. When maybe what you need is somebody to actually care more than that. Yeah, you know? I would say someone who didn't play their first seven or eight years for the Baltimore Orioles is probably a good place to start too. You, well, you look. Know. I, I want someone who comes in with success like a Xander Bogarts. Well, I don't think Xander's that guy. I mean, look, I don't know enough about him as a clubhouse guy, but he just doesn't seem like that guy that's going to be taken over, especially in year one. And Tatis, I'm excited for coming back. I think that's going to be a big boost to the clubhouse. I think they need that energy. And he's the kind of guy that regardless of what time of year it is in the season, whether it's the first week or the last week, he wants to win. And if they're not winning, he's he's going to be telling people about it, and he's going to be on people, and that's what we need, man. A little accountability, like he needs to be given, like pumping Soto up and giving him a hard time, because I think Soto needs to be pushed. And yeah. he's a weird case, because you know if someone wrote in and, and said something kind of interesting that you know Soto's only good when people are pumping him up and all on his dick and telling him how good he is and how great of a hitter he is. And the minute he faces a little bit of criticism, it's, oh, my God, I can't take it. Nobody's helping me. Pitching, hitting coach, help me. I can't figure this out. Dude, grow up. Figure it, it out. Sounds like anyone without wrinkles right now. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think it's, would you consider 10% of the season being done far enough into the season for people to start get concerned or not? Players, I'm talking about players here because we're talking about like clubhouse type thing, right? I don't think the the pros in that locker room are sweating being 10% into the season and being one game beneath 500. As Probably fans, not, but I think it's as the fans wrong we are, which is why we're scrutinizing what we who we think might be back there saying things or you know, but it's still early, right? Yeah, I, yeah, you got your slow starters, your very slow starters, and then you got your like your Pete Alonzo's who already have eight, eight jacks guys. So I hate that's just how it is right now. I hate that attitude. In, in my opinion, Crazy. that is a losing attitude. 
oh, it's early in the season. You know, these games aren't as important. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. And then you're in July and it's still the same story of, well, you know, we haven't just hit our stride yet. We'll figure it out. And then all of a sudden we're in the wild card race and it's like, oh, crap, we might not make the playoffs. But so, that's just how sports go. Every post game conference is the same questions. What do you expect them to say? Yeah, we're panicking back there. You know, we, we're trying not to tell anyone, but we're all shitting our pants because we can't get a win. Like, <laughs> I'm not expecting the them same. to tell like, me anything. Well, I mean, you're you're kind of asking for something. I'm not asking for it. I'm telling you how I feel and what I'm seeing. They don't need to tell me shit. I'm just saying it's a loser attitude to be like, well, it's early. It's okay yeah, to lose. No, I get that. I get that. But it's it's the longest season in any professional sport. I mean, sure. you, could put, you could put basketball, football, and hockey almost together, and you'd have a baseball season. All correct you know, information, crazy. but it doesn't change how I feel about the attitude. I think it's a loser's <laughs> it attitude. I think you can find a happy middle ground of don't think it's the end of the world, but you can dwell in it a little bit and then move on. Like you got, no, you're you right. Know, you don't need to ignore it completely. You're this right. Is, this is not something to freak out over, but they're not sitting back and smoking bowls and just chilling right now. I'm sure they're internally, you know, watching footage tonight or doing what they need to. I would assume. David's right. Yeah, you, you're right. Like it's not something to panic about yet, but I think the attitude of, oh, well, it's early is just a loser's mindset. So yes to both. It's not end of the world, but I hate that. When people say that, I think it's ridiculous. No, I get it. I get it. So, I hate it too. Just anyway, a, a mental note of things to say to trigger you. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think on that note, we can probably wrap it up before we go. Just want to remind everybody who's listening. If you want to submit a topic or ask us a question or tell us we did something stupid, you can oh, email yeah, us at losing the faith at gmail.com. And it's losing without the G in case you're uh, not great at spelling. So on that note, we'll end it. Thanks, you guys, for being here. Don't forget, it's still early in the season. Fuck you. <laughs> it's not early in the season. There was a great... <laughs> I should have started the episode with that. Sorry. <laughs> no, there's, there was a, I think, a quote by Mudcat that was like, you can't win a World Series in March or April, but you can lose it.